What's up, guys? Welcome back to Real Talk, an unfiltered, unbiased podcast. My name is Sean Costantino, and I'm joined by my co-host, Connor Martin. Yo, 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 What's up, everybody? I've had a lot of Red Bull today. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to, I think I think at one point, like a couple of summers ago, I used to drink like 700 to 1,000 milligrams of caffeine a day. I don't understand how my heart's still functioning or how I was alive, but this is what yeah, you got to do sometimes. Sometimes you just got to do it. I go through about two or three Red Bulls a day, the 12 ounce ones. And then. Yeah, the, the watermelon. Yeah, the watermelon ones. Hopefully people fire. got that right on the, uh, the trivia. Fire. I buy them by the case on Amazon. Mm. I just actually ordered a new better. case today. It's probably uh, better. Yeah, we haven't been here for a while. A lot of shit's happened, honestly. We can't even talk about everything because the <laughs> NHL expansion draft happened too. And we were going to talk about that for, I don't know, the past two weeks. But all, right, all we got to say Eberle. is, yeah, yeah, that's all we're going to say. By Jordan Eberle. Um, the Kraken, I don't know. We'll see. Fuck I think, Seattle. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think that like a little like cool, not cool, like maybe a yeah, cool and not so smart, but like a little bet, just like Vegas. I don't know. Bet on them going to whatever conference final that they're I'm in. Sure. I don't know what hockey's going to do. I'm sure they'll adjust the uh, the lines after the expansion draft with fucking Vegas. And they went to the Stanley Cup. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying Seattle first season. I, I'm saying like, I don't know, all that momentum and everything. I would, I would take them right now for whatever conference they're in to get to at least the conference finals. Um, I don't know. It's, it's still so early. I can't even think about hockey right now. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about hockey a little bit later. Actually, we're going to talk about it on the live too. Well, Zach, Zach from Boda, he, he said he's bringing back his, um, his podcast, um, Taping the Shaft. That I guess they had like a really, <laughs> no, no yeah, it's funny. No, it's cool. <laughs> But I, I guess they had like a really big uh, hockey podcast that they did like a while back and it just kind of dropped off a little bit. But he, I remember him messaging us and reaching out and saying he really wanted to bring it back. So I guess he's going to do a lot of offseason stuff. So I guess we'll be on there um, to talk a little bit of hockey too. Yeah, no, that'll be good. I want to break off and do my own solo podcast too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I want to do a Mets wow. thing. What? All right, fine. I don't give a shit. Because you don't, because you don't have any Mets takes other than fuck you. I don't see. That's the thing. I really don't hate the Mets. Like the thing is, Mets fans, and you can deny, deny, deny all you want. Mets fans care so much more about the Yankees than Yankee fans care about the Mets. And I really don't care about the Mets, and I don't have any hatred towards them whatsoever. But just you. It's a, little, little, it's a little bit of a little brother complex. It's just, it's, no, it's because you make it that. Like, I don't think about the Mets on a daily basis ever. You wake up and you fucking think about the Yankees when you're brushing your teeth, when you're taking a shower, when you're taking a so shit. Wrong. Yeah, okay. When you're eating your cereal, when you're drinking your fucking three Red Bulls. That's all Met fans care about. Well, the reason I wanted to do this is because we talked about it, and if you guys – Checked out our IGTV. I went live for a little bit and did a live reaction to the Mets not signing their number one overall pick, Kumar Rocker. There is just so what much shit. There's just so much shit to talk about with this team. Like they make it so hard on a daily basis to be a fan that it's just like it's like I said, one step forward, two steps back. What do you mean you just got bias? And I guess we can jump right into baseball talk now that we've kind of gone over this. But yeah. the reason I wanted to kind of do like a maybe. 10, 20 minutes solo rant every other couple of weeks is just because there's so much shit you could talk about where we have the trade deadline where there's so much hope. We get Javi Baez and, a, and another starting pitcher, uh, Trevor Williams, who they, for some reason, they picked him up and sent him straight to AAA, even though we don't have any starting pitchers. Really? I, I don't know. It makes no sense. But we get Javi Baez, fucking incredible. He's going to play shortstop until Lindor comes back and they have that Puerto Rican combo up the middle. Everyone's excited. He gets a home run in his first game. And then they go on and lose to the Reds. They get, should have gotten swept. They lost two of three. They don't have any pitching. Jacob DeGrom has another setback where he's probably going to be out yep. until the playoffs. I saw that. And they don't sign their number one overall pick who they, they stole him in the draft at number 10. They, cleared all of well, why do you drafts. think he fell to 10 we did we talked about this he was the preseason number one overall pick and he was a top four guarantee and he fell all the way to 10 obviously some teams knew some shit about him that nobody else knew it was the price tag sean he was asking i thought for it was six, an injury no they it wasn't said, an injury it was a, well, that's what the well, Mets scott, said scott boris said that it was scott uh, boris is a fucking clown <laughs> 
guy's an idiot too. He get he cost fucking Conforto a shit ton of money too. Conforto was in uh, in extension talks last season with the Mets, and he would have gotten like probably like fifteen a million a year. Now he's gonna get like eight mil, and the and the Mets are gonna bring him back on a friendly deal because he's batting under fucking two hundred. Good job by that fucking idiot, Scott Boris. Who do you um, like? Who do you hate more, Scott Boris or? Uh, why am I blanking on her name? Rachel Luba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rachel Luba. It's gotta be Scott Boris. He's oh, fucking okay, so okay. many times over the year. Rachel Luba's just fucking annoying. She's like a gnat. <laughs> Scott. She's like a gnat flying around your face. True. Scott Boris is like a fucking raccoon that lives in your trash yeah. can. No, yeah, he he's like, yeah. He's he like, like that, pops his head like out and starts growling at. He's you like that shit. porch thief that just keeps taking your Amazon <laughs> packages or something. You have to get a ring. You have to get a ring camera to stop him. <laughs> or like the dude that like hawks a loogie on your doorknob. You ever seen that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Disgusting. But oh well, the reason I brought that up is because the Mets had an agreement when they drafted him to pay him that six million dollars signing bonus because he wanted top five money, and I understand that it makes a lot of sense. And Scott Boris is like pushing and pushing and pushing for that. The Mets agreed. And the reason that they agreed is because they didn't see his medicals yet. So Scott Boris, another fucking brilliant move by him. He refused to send any MLB team his medicals. So no one had a, a look at the, the medical examination that mm. he did after the season. And that's why some teams passed on him. They also passed on him for price tag. The Mets having a billionaire owner and having draft slot money available took him. We're under the impression they could sign him. Agreed to a deal. There were fucking billboards hanging in Queens. I, I, I know they fucked up big they time. Put, they put they really billboards made up. Look, yeah, yeah, they look real stupid right now. And then they and then they come out with this bullshit. Like, yeah, unless his arm is fucking falling off, sign him. Let him have Tommy John shoulder surgery, whatever he needs to fucking do, and then see you in a year and a half, two years. That's fine. He's a 21, 22 year old kid. He will be okay. Yeah, I did hear that, that he's going to have Tommy John this season. So he won't even – when he gets drafted next year, he won't even be eligible to pitch. Well, that's the thing. Year. He's not going back to Vanderbilt. So I now know. he's just going to have the year off, and I think he'll be able to sign well, he, free agency. He said that he, they said that he could go to independent um, – the Independence League or whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, in that case, you'd have to get drafted again. But, but, um, but if he has to have the surgery, there's no reason for him to play. He was already supposed to be a top five pick. Yeah. He was a top 10 pick. There's no reason for him to play. He's probably going to be a top five pick again the following year. And imagine, just imagine he goes to like a Miami, Atlanta. It's going to come back and fuck Washington. It, it, it really will. And that this is the type of thing that like when it happens to you, it's going to come back and fuck your Fumar Rocker is going to beat the Mets in a major game and in, in some kind of wild probably. card game against a division rival. It's going to happen a hundred percent. I'm already getting probably. it. It's guaranteed. It's probably going to be a game seven NLCS at City Field. And he was already pissed off to begin with for not being a top five pick. So oh, he already yeah, had yeah. that chip on his shoulder. And now, I mean, it's part on the Mets, part on his agent, but I feel bad for the kid. Like he, he had a chip on his shoulder. He wanted to come play in New York. He's doing all the interviews. He's a big game pitcher, built for the spotlight, all that nonsense, blah, 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 blah. Now he's out of one, $6 million. He's not going back to Vanderbilt too. So he's not even going to get a degree, which I mean, not many people care about that anymore, but it's kind of a big deal if you're a junior. I mean, you could have gone back, got one more year in college at a good time, all that good stuff. But it just pisses me off because the Mets, they made all of these promises that they were going to sign him, didn't. And then they also fucked themselves in the draft by taking players that they were, I mean, going to sign for less or not going to sign at all because they were going to throw all that money at him. So you fucked the rest of your, uh, the rest of your 2021 draft because you had to allocate all of that money to him in that number one slot. And now you don't do that and you get a compensation. Pick. So they get the 11th pick in next year's draft. I guarantee you, I am 99.9% .9 certain that there will not be a talent like Kumar Rocker at the 11th pick in, or the 10th pick or 11th pick, whatever it is, in next year's draft. 100%. Even if they get a, a starting pitcher in next year's draft at 11, uh, he probably won't be ready for another year anyway, so you could have had Kumar Rocker and had him take the Tommy John and be in your training facilities and getting accumulated with all that shit. It's just so fucking frustrating. This team gives you so many excuses and so many reasons to not be a fan. And then they dangle a little carrot like a hobby bias. Or in 15, they dangle a little carrot like a Cespedes. It's just so fucking irritating. And we're in first place. We're a first place team, three and a half games up on the Phillies. 
and we're going to get absolutely shit wrecked. Yeah, your first place team with an asterisk. Asterisk's nice. There's no asterisk. Why is there an asterisk? Because, because, like, how many, like, what is the biggest story in baseball right now? How bad the Yankees are or were prior to this trade line, trade deadline, right? Because, because, because they're the ALCS favorites, right? They're supposed to be the the favorite to win the pennant. Yeah. Yeah, None of their team is playing well. And they're not playing well, right? But they have a better record than the Mets. Okay. That's what I'm saying. It's a failed season for the Yankees, but the Mets fans look at it right now and it's like, oh my God, we're doing great. We're in first place. We're having a great time. But the Yankees Does this look like satisfied. we're doing great? Well, you're I'm in first place. Breakdown. Well, that's the, that's the thing that they keep dangling. Delusional Mets fans that are saying, oh, we're in first place. Relax. We're in first place in a bad division. We're up three and a half games. We have no starting pitching. Jacob DeGrom is dead. Jacob DeGrom will not pitch until the playoffs. Which is, shame, which is a real shame. Which is a real shame because – I, again, I don't hate the Mets. He, he was having a historic, historic season. Yeah, historic season. That would have been one of the best seasons, and we would have been able to witness it, and it's yeah. not going to happen. It's he not was going for that Bob Gibson yeah. record for the ERA. Yeah. But yeah. that they have no starting pitching. They didn't trade for any starting pitching. And they have no offense right now. Their best players, Michael Conforto is batting 198. J.D. Davis is struggling again. Francisco Lindor is hurt, but even when he wasn't, he was batting 220. Our best player – is like Brandon Nimmo and Jeff McNeil right now. And Jeff McNeil was struggling too recently. So it's just, and it makes it even worse. They amplify all of these problems because they now have a, I mean, they go on the road to the Marlins, but the middle of the month, they have to play, I think it's 12 or 14 consecutive games against the Dodgers and Giants on the West Coast. Damn. We're going to get fucked. Absolutely fucked. It's not going to happen like we're gonna come that, out of that. When is that? Probably down two games. Uh, I'll pull the exact schedule. Because what was but, it? What was the year that they had that ultimate collapse? Uh, which one? The 07, one where they oh eight, where they all they had to do was win like what three games? That was two thousand seven. Like, last month. Yeah, no, it was. They had they had seven and a half game lead with like sixteen or seventeen games to go, and they that lost. West yeah. Coast trip is fucking brutal. So listen to this. So the Dodgers got better, and the Giants are surprisingly yeah. like one of the best teams in baseball this year. The Dodgers got Scherzer and Turner. The Giants yeah, got Chris no Bryant, and they're both better than the Mets by a lot. Yeah, I don't understand how the, how the Dodgers pulled that off. It's bullshit. But listen to this. So we have Miami for four starting tonight. We have four games in Miami. If they don't win at least three games in Miami, we're fucked. Then they have Philly for three in Philadelphia. They get the Nationals at home for three. And then they play the Dodgers at home, 13th, 14th, 15th. So that's a three-game series at home. Then they go on the road, three-game series with the Giants, four-game series with the Dodgers. And then another three-game series with the Giants. So we have, we have what is that, three, six, nine, ten, thirteen consecutive games against the Dodgers and Giants. With an eight-game road trip, absolutely fucking brutal. I guarantee. I, I ha- if this lead is still, if we still have any lead at all at the end of that trip, I take it as a win. If we have a half-game lead by August, was it eighteenth? No, August twenty-second is the last game against the Dodgers. Oh wait, no shit. August twenty-sixth is the last game against the Giants. So by the end of August, if we have any lead whatsoever, that is an absolute win. And I don't see it because there's no starting pitching. The guy that just came back, Carrasco, got kind of rocked in his first start. And Syndergaard's not on the way back anyway. So it's just. What was your um, what was your lucky number for the Mets to win again? Was it like race 94. to 92? 94, okay. 94. Do you see that as now, a possibility? Oh, you don't see that as a possibility at all? 91 will win the division now. <clears throat> By far. Yeah. If, you get to, if you get to 91, that's a lock. Like right now, I think the Mets are on pace to win. I think it was 88. I think at their current rate, I want to say it was 87 or 88 and they were projected to win the division by like one. But I mean, that's what the Braves, the Braves dropped off because they lost to Cunha. The Phillies don't have any pitching. The, the Nationals, Nationals sold out. <laughs> Juan Soto is that, that meme of Will Smith and Fred yep. Prince of Bel-Air in the yep. empty house. Yep. <laughs> like, he's didn't the only he, one wait, left. Didn't, he, didn't, doesn't Juan, didn't Juan Soto sign up that fucking deal there? I think he's got like an eight or nine year deal. Yeah. Oh God, that poor that poor guy. Yeah, I mean, he won. Yeah, they won the World Series already. He's got one. 
Yeah, he got his ring at like age yeah. 18. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, whatever. A he's lot gonna, of people. He's got 10 more years of mediocrity. But yeah, no, it's it's very bleak for the Mets. They aren't performing well in the field right now, even though Javi Baez gave him kind of a jolt. And they're still doing LL Mets shit, some Wilpon era bullshit. But um, on the other hand, Crosstown start to look up a little bit. Keep dropping my phone, honestly. You're fucking Riz God over there. Oh, God. Um, honestly, the, as soon as the Gallo trade happened, I know a lot of people were un, unhappy about it. And I was like, oh, my God, here we go. You want to know my exact quote? Yeah. I said, I don't think this was to you. I think this was to uh, our friend Nate. I said he was happy about Gallo. And I said exactly this. Go get Rizzo and I'll shut the fuck up till October. Oh, wow. Thank you. I'm no longer allowed to chirp him about the Yankees. No, you can because whatever I guess whatever you say happens. But no, no, getting Gallo, I think he – they were linked for so long, and I think it was a smart move just because, A, they couldn't sit there and not do anything. B, he's a left-handed hitter, power hitter, short porch and right field in Yankee Stadium. Most – I said – I think they they did some statistic that – 83% 83% of his fly balls in Texas or other ballparks would have been home runs in Yankee stadium or something like that. Like he hit the most amount of fly balls to the warning track ever. He could play first base, third base, or any position in the outfield. I, so when people started going crazy about it, I was like, it's not a great trade, but it's also not terrible. They're addressing a need. And I think he was like top, I think he's like top three in walks walks are drawn. Like, he draws a lot of walks, too. He's consistently on base. His on-base percentage is, is fine. Then, I was going to sleep. The Rizzo news comes in, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Because I kept thinking to myself that the Cubs were going to get rid of one of them and send them to the Mets. And I know that Bryant was linked for a while. I knew Baez was linked to a lot of teams. Baez was linked to the Yankees back in April and May. When that the whole. Sense. Yeah, the whole story, it was story or bias. It was like, we need someone to fill in at shortstop because Glaber Torres can't play. But Rizzo makes Golgo plays at first. He, Voight, as much as every Yankee fan loves Voight, he's like the stereotypical, like, Goomba, like, gold chain, gold chain, like, muscly fat guy, like, long hair, like, you know, like the stereotypical Yankee. He's not as good as Rizzo. And Rizzo... We talked about this. How many times? Ballpark. How many times did we talk about it? Probably like five times in the past podcast that the Yankees are, are not a likable team. Rizzo might be one of the most likable players in the MLB. His yeah. charisma, his leadership, and the way he plays. He's, and he's a cancer survivor. Yeah. Yeah. Cancer survivor. And he's just so happy all the time. And he brings so much leadership and just charisma to your locker room. And I mean, another another left-handed bat. And now I think the Yankees, what was it on Sunday or Saturday, they put out six left-handed batters, which was the most lefties they've had since like 2003 in the lineup or something mm-hmm. like that. So, I mean, the trades are fine. They're six and four in their last 10. I think the Red Sox have lost like four in a row because the Rays. The Rays, are the the Rays swept them, right? I think the Rays um, swept them. I don't know if they swept them, but they definitely had jumped. I think, the that, I think the Rays swept them because they yeah. jumped. I think. Yep. Yeah. Tampa's yeah. on a four-game win streak. Yeah. Boston's on a four-game win streak. Yep, they swept them. one and a half back now. So, but the only the only negative from the trade deadline is the teams that they're chasing. Well, I guess now it's the Red Sox, but it was the Rays. They got Nelson Cruz. The Athletics got Starling Marte. Even the Mariners got some players. And it ended. Uh, but the Mariners also sold, too. So, it made no sense. Like, they, they – I, I don't know what they were doing. I'm not concerned about them, but it's more so the Athletics and the Rays slash the Red Sox. Because Toronto, too, with Barrios. That's true too. Yeah, Barrios had a good um, debut with them too. But I there's one one quick point I want to make on the Yankees before you jump into standing stuff. Those yeah. two trades they made, it's getting left out a lot. I mean, yeah, you get the, the t- stereotypical lefty bat in Yankee Stadium. They haven't had a bat like Rizzo since probably Teixeira, I would say. And the thing that people are kind of not skipping a little bit, they're not going to appreciate it right away. Gallo is an absolute plus defender in right field. Yep. And he the most Rizzo, Rizzo is a gold glove first baseman, which yep. helps the entire infield as well. Yep. You already have a – like you have two gold glovers in the corners now. Glaber's been struggling, and that'll help him at first base. It Like when your defense is good, it makes your entire team better. 
That's why I was excited for the Mets with the Baez move, because once Lindor comes back, you have that gold glove combo up the middle. The Yankees have it on the corners now and in the outfield. Yeah. Like Gallo has an absolute cannon in the, in the uh, in right field. So yeah, you can't run on the Yankees outfield. It's, the it's going to be interesting if they make a run. Oh, and they got Andrew Haney, the starting pitcher from the, um, the Angels, which is another yeah. lefty pitcher, which is good. He can go in the bullpen or you can, uh, he could start a couple of games. But and how do you feel about Cashman now? He, he made those two, he made the move to get Sessa and Wilson off the books so they could kind of finagle and make their way without going over the luxury tax. And he didn't give any, and he didn't give up a top 10 player. Well, that he pulls in Gallo and Rizzo, and the Cubs are taking most of Rizzo's salary, I'm pretty sure. And I'm think, I think it was the same thing with Gallo, where they didn't give up any top 10 prospects and they got the other team to kind of take. If, if they can sign Rizzo, I think Rizzo's like 30, 31. If they can sign Rizzo to like a four, five-year deal after this year, I'd be extremely happy. Oh, that'd be perfect for you guys. I mean, that's because exactly he's he's consistently means. he's a consistent two fifty to two seventy-five hitter, Gold Glove at first base, charisma, and he's good for you know twenty to thirty home runs, seventy to eighty RBIs. That's perfect. Me, that's all you let need. Let me ask you one more question too. Aaron Boone at the end of the year, is it World Series or bust? If he doesn't win a World Series, is out? Or would you be okay with a, um, an appearance? Me, me personally, I see. If they, I, I think if they make the, the if they make it to the ALCS, I think they're going to keep him. I really do. I think I as long think as he makes, I, I think, think as long as he makes, no, no, no. As long as he makes the playoffs this year, I think they'll keep him just because of all the, no, just because of all all of this the shit that's been going on this entire year, and the player, and I we talked, but we talked, I, it is, it is. But at the end of the day, it's all about the players and it's all about management. Management gets along with him because they tell him what the fuck to do and he does it, and the players love him for whatever reason. I don't know what he says or what he does in the locker room, but every single time that he's criticized, any single time the players are asked about him. They come to his defense, like, I don't like they're like it's it's they're it's his fucking girlfriend. They defend him so much. They love him. They love playing for him, and that's what we talked about last time. That you can't fire him mid season because firing him mid season would do nothing because he's the only reason that the players are still playing. And who else are you yeah. gonna hire? Like what what are you gonna do? Like you the got this guy. Show this was a this was a poster boy back from like the two thousand and what two thousand three two thousand four playoffs that hit. The I hate that run. narrative too. He had one fucking. I know, play. but that's what I'm saying. That, but that's it's the thing. It's the truth. It'd be like the Giants hiring David Tyree to be their yeah. head coach. No, I know hundred percent, but that's how people view it. And I, I don't know. I just think. I, I still don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, they're not guaranteed to make the playoffs. They're still two and a half games behind. They, two and a half no, now behind There's Oakland. no way the Rays and or the Red Sox are getting that first card, no matter what. It doesn't matter. And so they have to chase down the athletics, and two and a half games out right now, I mean, what, they have a month and a half left, if that, yeah. five, six weeks. It's going to be tough. And I know I, I consoled the season. What was it, like June 9th or whatever <laughs> the last time we talked? You're the definition of that Al Pacino meme. The, uh, just when I thought I was out, they yeah, pulled yeah, me yeah. back in. I, see, it's, it's, it's hard. but That's uh, why the console is it's very permanent. You can't prematurely console. I mean, listen, they're still not they're still not in the playoffs, so I'm not super optimistic. I'm not like one of these delusional fans that thinks that, oh, shit, they're winning the World Series, now look how well they're playing. They just finally broke even in the run differential. All season, they just broke even. They're still the 27th, uh, like, lowest uh, scoring team in the league. They can't even – and that's the point I was going to say, too. Even with Rizzo, I think he's been – he was five for nine in these three games, two home runs, uh, a double, and, like, four or five RBIs. They swept the Marlins three runs, four runs, three runs, three runs. They're not putting up. They can't score. And the whole narrative with them the past couple of years was, all right, they can put up eight or nine runs, but they're also giving up seven, eight, or nine runs. <laughs> now it's they can't even score three runs, four runs. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to remain optimistic. I'm going to try. They play – I think they have a three- or four-game series against the Orioles uh, starting tonight. So that's a game – That's you have to take three. If you don't yeah. take three, the – the season. Both, both both New York teams are in the same spot right now, playing get right series against 
bottom end teams in the division. Yeah, we just we just softened up the Marlins for you. You guys should be able to. I mean, you probably you probably fucking pissed them off when the Marlins <laughs> don't have anything to play for, and it's like late in the season, and the Mets are actually doing something. They fuck us every time. 07 and 08 was the same way the Marlins. And then our season yeah, and, the and then they're gonna fucking draft a uh, rocker next year too. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Well, if I if I was a Yankee fan at this point, I don't know whether they're gonna make it, but. If I'm more optimistic. Do. I'm more optimistic now than I was well, yeah, uh, two weeks ago. Than you added, the you added two lefty power bats and another starting pitcher. Yeah, no shit. Gallo, a Gallo's been like, I think Gallo's like one for ten. He's not, he hasn't been hitting that well. <laughs> In ten at bats. Shut the fuck up. I. My point was, if you're a Yankee fan, you don't know whether you're gonna make it into the playoffs. But if you do, I wouldn't want to play the Yankees. In a short series. No, that's the thing. That's they're not a team. They have so much talent. You don't want to play them, but because they could get right at any moment. Yeah. They have too much talent in that lineup to not be performing this well. If they get right at the right time, if they get hot mid mid September, late August, mid September. They could be scary. They're wow. a team. They're a team that could put up ten runs at any single night, but they're also a team that could strike out twenty one of the twenty seven outs of the game. Yeah, that's that's what they are. That's very true. That's that's literally what they are. <laughs> they're hot and cold. That's it. But yeah, last time we spoke, the Mets were on the up, the Yankees were on the down. It's uh, it's flip flopped a little bit. And this is why we do these in the summer, but so spread out because there's there's a lot going on in between. Uh, speaking of a lot going on in between, you want to uh, you want to let your feelings out a little bit here? About what? I mean, we've got some broken bones, some broken hearts. <laughs> I don't honestly, I don't know what's going on. Um, I think when we talked about this in private you know, last year, I said, I said, I'd rather have Sam Darnold than Carson Wentz. Um, the reason behind that? Just because I don't know, he's younger. You get a little bit more development. They have a top, the Colts have a top three offensive line. You let Sam Darnold kind of hide behind that running game between Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack and Naeem Hines. Um, but you know, they went out and they decided to uh, get Carson Wentz and reunite him with his coach, Frank Reich, where he had an MVP season. And I was a little bit optimistic towards it because I was like, you know what? If, if all that, I didn't want Philip Rivers at all. We talked, I remember telling everybody, I didn't fucking, I said, if Philip Rivers goes to the Colts, I'm going to be beyond fucking pissed, beyond pissed. We don't need him. I don't want him. I don't want this. He used to, he used to try and fight the Colts back when he was uh, on the chargers. He was a little cocksucker. He'd come into the, to Indianapolis and try and fight every single fan. He would just mouth <laughs> off to everybody. But mm. if they could do what they did and went and go, 10 and six with him. I was like, all right, Carson Wentz behind that line, Jonathan Taylor, T.Y. Hilton, Michael Pittman, not a great division with the Jaguars and the Texans. Yeah. And that deep, that underrated defense. I was like, this, this is a team that can easily win 10 or 11 games again, contend for the division and, you know, make a little bit of of a playoff run, but news comes out. Carson Wentz is undergoing a foot, uh, surgery that will keep him out for five to twelve weeks. That's a very, very big time frame. And you five know it's going to gonna be It's going to be the twelve weeks. It's going to be the whole. Be it's probably, it probably going to be the whole season. Five to twelve weeks, my ass. So, but did you see what this was? The the foot injury. Is no, it was a isn't the one from like high school? From high school? Yeah, it's the one from <laughs> high school that he never got taken care of. This guy oh. is made of glass. I feel bad for him. I know you feel bad for him because he it's really just is sad. He's a nice guy. He really is a nice guy. And he's a talented football player. When he tore his ACL and came back in and threw that touchdown against the Rams or whatever it was, like he's the definition of a football player. And like, I was super happy to have him as my quarterback, but like, it's just it, at this point, it's inevitable that he's going to get hurt. I knew he was going to get hurt. And you know what else? It kind of, it's, it's a good thing for you because it fucks Philly out of another first round draft. Pick. <laughs> <laughs> like, you Philly, love it. And as long as he played 75% of the season or the Colts made the playoffs, that first round pick was theirs. That first round pick is no longer theirs, man. You don't have you don't have faith in my guy Jacob Eason or no. Sam Ellinger. No, not even close. Come on, dude. I, he I said think, Texas um, was back. No, no, no. They're definitely gonna trade for someone. I think well, they just signed know. Brett Hundley. I know, oh. I saw that, but I've been hearing a lot of rumors and I've been seeing on Twitter from like a lot of like indie sports writers too. Maybe they're gonna go foals. Yep. You saw that? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't see anything. I'm oh. just, I'm just oh. guessing at this oh. point. Oh, well, you're right. Yeah, it was false. 
they're gonna go out and get Foles because <laughs> it's funny because someone goes, imagine Nick Foles comes in and wins a Super Bowl with the Colts, and Carson <laughs> Wentz had to watch him win one with the Eagles, and oh, then now with yeah. the Colts, like he would have to kill himself. Like Carson Wentz could never step. No, that's an instant retire. Again. You just oh, absolutely. You got to get out of here. But uh, <laughs> I I kept trying to find it, and, and the memes kept popping up of like the Undertaker, but there was like Andrew Luck's face on him instead. It's like, what are the Colts going to do with a quarterback? And I was like, Andrew Luck. I guarantee you Andrew Luck is, like, working with Elon Musk and, like, SpaceX. And Andrew Luck's probably put on, like, 100 pounds and just eating Doritos and Mountain Dew all day. He doesn't want to come back to football. So the Colts are fucked. Um, I had them as, like, a dark horse Super Bowl pick, uh, not being biased just because their defense was so good, their offensive line was so good, and their the weapons they had on offense was good. But uh, – now uh, they're looking like a five-win team. I don't know about five. They're they're looking like a five hundred team. You can't be five hundred anymore. All right, they're looking like an eight and nine team. No, they're not. Is not even close. And with that no defense, way. you're always going to be in it. I mean, look at the fucking Houston Texans for that long. They had uh, no quarterback. They're playing Brian Hoyer quarterback, and they won a division and, and almost won a playoff game. With defense wins championships in the NFL. And yeah, but the Colts have, have a top two nothing. But the Colts, but, but it, all right, having a top two defense means nothing when your defense is eventually going to get tired. And if you give up 13 or 17 points and your offense, your offense can't even put up fucking 10 points, you're well, going to be the Jonathan lose. Taylor show. No, Just they'll probably the ball to the beast, JT. They'll probably stack the box. Yeah, well, I'm very I'm pessimistic not, right now. Obviously, so. what are you talking about? We just again, like I said, we just had the Yankees. Like we had, to, I had to go from the Yankees being absolutely terrible prior to these these trades going on, and I was like, holy shit, can we just get to football season? You want Daniel Jones? You can have Daniel Jones. I'll take him. I'd rather have him than Jake. <laughs> Let's go, Jacob Eason and uh, Jacob Eason and three firsts for Daniel Jones. <laughs> no, not even Who says close. No. Oh. Who says no? The Colts. We're saving up picks for Arch Manning in like six years. That's that's my goal. I don't give a fuck about the next five or six years for the Giants. I'm just one, I'm waiting on Arch Manning. Yeah. <laughs> Once he goes to Clemson for two years and then wins two national championships in the SEC. <laughs> now that Clemson and Florida State are allegedly trying to get in the SEC, now they're going to have like a forty team conference. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, it's it sucks for the Colts. We'll see what they do quarterback wise. I'm sure that there's some targets there. Maybe Mariota, maybe Foles, something like that. But. Speaking of quarterbacks, the MVP is back. Mr. Aaron Rodgers himself, calm, cool, collected, absolutely ripping the Green Bay Packer front office. Did you see that press conference? Yeah, that, that was now, but oh that's like God. the definition of like, that's like, remember, like, that was like when we had our, um, what was that shit called? That, that history class that you walked out of, that the guy was like, I can say oh, whatever yeah. the fuck I want. I got tenure. That was literally that was literally Aaron Rodgers speaking at the press conference. Like Basically. I'm just I'm gonna say whatever the fuck I want, and not a single person is gonna do a single fucking thing about it. I mean, it. they need him more than he needs them. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if he doesn't play, they're fucked because Jordan loves not ready. I mean, that guy barely he didn't even suit up for a game last year. Apparently, he is in there. But um, yeah, no, he's he's back, and I saw a video. Someone sent me a video today of him. Uh, in a golf cart riding around the, like the streets near where Packer training camp is. <laughs> he was just like chilling in a golf cart, listening to music, just riding around doing Aaron Rodgers things. But if you saw our mock drafts, I took Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback because there is nothing more dangerous than a pissed off Aaron Rodgers. And the fact that he had to deal with all this shit in the off season, all that good stuff on top of them. I mean, they're trying to make him happy. They went out and got Randall Cobb back. They're going to try and go get Jordy Nelson out of retirement now. So that the Randall Cobb thing makes absolutely no sense to me because I have a couple of Packers fans, like friends, and they're like, yo, we got Cobb back. Blah, blah. It's like, it's, it's like he's signing David Wright. He's the basically. fourth, he's going to be the fourth, fu- not even like the fifth weapon on the, on the offense. Devonta Adams, fucking Valdez Scantling, um, Big Bob Tanyan. Tanyan. Uh, Lazard, they just drafted field. Amari Rogers from Clemson. It's like, what, like, really? Like, was this really, really worth it? Like, I don't know. But, and the Packers, listen, Rogers, I used to be a big Rogers fan, but uh, after these couple of years, he really turned the quarterback position into a diva. I mean, I can't believe 
that a 37-year-old man acts like this and just gets whatever the fuck he wants, comes back and acts like nothing's wrong. Everyone thought he was retiring. Everyone thought he was going to another team. He went to fucking Hawaii, got married, and was hanging out with Miles Teller. Like, this fucking dude, he's never been told no in his entire life, and it really shows. And I'm not a Rodgers fan uh, at this point anymore. And you know what? I'm going to come out with a really big, bold take. They don't even fucking win the division this year. Who wins the division? The Vikings. <laughs> okay. You, you want to put money down on it? I'll put 20 on it right now. But yeah, but you got to give me odds for the like the Vikings. I'm not giving you odds. You just said the Vikings are going to win the division. But that makes no sense. Like if the if the Packers are supposed to make it, like what that makes like if the you Vikings just, win, you're not going to back up your bold take. Yeah, but like that makes no sense. That's like me saying like, all right, the Dolphins are going to win the AFC East. All right, fine. I'll give you two to one. No, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say like, if the Vikings win, I bet I bet twenty. If you win, you get 40. If I win, right. I get 20. All right. I was going to say 35, 20 to make it a little bit cheaper, but I got it. Fuck it. I'm a big baller now. All right. And I know I'm not wrong. This is live. I know, I know, and I know you're not wrong. This is live. Wrong. This is live. 40, 40 for the Vikings and 20 for the Packers. Yes, sir. Right. You're going to make some Viking fan friends very happy. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I believe it. But, yeah, no, I know that the Packers are going to win the division probably by at least two or three games. Um, I don't think Chicago is any good. I don't think Justin Fields is ready yet. He's going to be good, but I don't think the team's built around him to be good. The Lions are the Lions, and I, until the Vikings get another quarterback other than Kirk Cousins, I don't see anything for them except Kirk Cousins is probably, like, the most underrated quarterback in the entire NFL. For those of you at home that can't see what I'm doing, I'm just sitting there blinking right now. I mean, I don't understand how, how you don't think. <laughs> you can just look at the statistics. Cousins is good. But if you want to talk about another quarterback that we don't know what's going to go on, what about Deshaun Watson? What do you well, think? Well, it, it's precedent set now. Deshaun Watson doing the same kind of thing that all the NBA players are doing, that some of these quarterbacks are trying to force their way out. College transfer targets are trying to get their way out after not being able to start. Deshaun Watson's going to play for the fucking Texans this year. There's no shot now that he goes anywhere else. The Texans don't have any leverage to trade him or desire to trade him. They don't want to get rid of him. He's their franchise quarterback. They're not going anywhere, though. Well, it. the thing is, they got old on defense quick. Their defense was powerhouse in that division for years and years, and they got very old very quick, and now they got rid of their weapons on offense, and I, what are they going to get for him? There's no way they trade him at this point because they're going to try and get as much as they can, and they're not going to flip him for 50 cents on the dollar. Do you remember when I put that tweet out, like, I don't know, back in like April or May, and I was like, Deshaun Watson will be the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles in 2022. And you mm -hmm. said, I don't claim this comment. This is Sean. He's an absolute fucking moron. The Eagles are the front runner right now and apparently have been in contact with the Texans the most about acquiring Deshaun Watson. So if that happens, you owe me a big fat apology. And if that happens, you're fucked for the next 10 years as a giant fan. I thought I got off easy when the Eagles stuck with Hertz and the Redskins slash football team got Fitzpatrick. I thought I lucked out there. So I want him as far away as possible. Send him to the West Coast. He can go play with Herbert and all those fucking assholes out on the West Coast. No, thank you. Not in Philadelphia. They don't have anything to give him. Unless they're going to give him Devontae Smith, who they just, just like tore up his knee. He's got like more, like I think it's three or four weeks out now. Yeah, I saw that. But they don't have anything to give. They're not going to get – the, the Texans are going to ask for too much, and the Eagles aren't going to be able to pay that price. I mean, I, I honestly feel at this point that they would rather have him sit out as a Texan than trade him for 50 cents on the dollar. If he holds They're out and doesn't play, that's fine. Someone, someone's going to give up a ton. Like, like look what the, the Rams gave up for a 31-year-old Stafford. 32-year-old Stafford. Some team's going to give up something for fucking Deshaun Watson. Now, you want to talk about underrated quarterbacks. That's the guy right there. Stafford? I love Stafford. That's the most underrated quarterback in the NFL. See, I wish I could I wish I wish could redo. I mean, I won the voting for our quarterback rankings. It's but followers are fucking idiots. Why well, wish? Anyone who thinks uh, – uh, side note. Anyone who thinks that uh, Corona is better than Landshark can look my – Oh, that was terrible. How yeah, about yeah, that? that was that, that was, was real bad. Absolutely ridiculous. I'm, I'm I'm actually considering no longer doing polls because that yeah. was fucking stupid. That was, that was bad. Um, 
Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. What was I saying? You were talking about oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. giving up a haul. Oh, yeah, yeah. Someone's going to give up a haul for fucking Watson. Someone gave up – they gave up a haul for Stafford. Teams will give up a ton for somebody. But it's going to be multiple firsts and probably your existing starting quarterback. Yeah, but it's a quarterback. It's the hardest position in sports to get, develop, and to have for an extended period of time. Once you, do, team, once you have a franchise quarterback, that's, that's, that's literally the key to having a successful franchise. You need that young quarterback first. You need to get him on a rookie deal. You need to develop him, and then you need to sign him to his long-term deal. And we're gonna play. We're gonna play a game real quick. I'm gonna give you a team. The qualifier is two first round picks and their starting quarterback. I'm gonna give you a team and the, and the quarterback, and you tell me whether they do it or not. The Jets with Zach Wilson. Whether they do it or whether I would do it. Whether you would do it. The Jets with Zach Wilson. Um. Two firsts and Zach Wilson for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I would. Two firsts and Tua Tagovailoa for Deshaun Watson. I oh, I'm the Dolphins. Hell yeah. Now, that's the team that I think you should look out for because they could also move Xavier Howard at that point. We talked about that a little bit, I think, last time. Xavier Howard wants out. Everyone's saying that they're going to flip him for an edge rusher, like maybe a Chandler Jones because he wants out in Arizona. I, yeah, that was where I but had him going. If they could flip Xavier Howard for Deshaun Watson, you might not have to give up as many picks. If you do a Tua, Xavier Howard, and like either a first or a second, instead of Tua, two firsts and a second, or two firsts and two seconds, whatever it's going to take to get him, I might do that, to be honest. Like, they're young on defense, and they're young enough and kind of quick enough to have some, some pass rushing. I, I would, I mean, if I'm Miami, and I don't want to give up on Tua yet, I think he's still going to be really good. I think that, that we were a little bit quick last year to kind of, Throw him aside. Yeah, he got he Tua has been very unfairly ridiculed for yes the one year he played, but two years he played. Whatever. If you have a shot at Deshaun Watson, it's the same kind of situation in the NBA right now. What I'm saying with the Knicks, you give up whatever it takes to get him because Deshaun Watson has proven that he can be a top five quarterback when he's healthy. Could you imagine Deshaun Watson reuniting with Wolf Filler? Then he has four, yeah. Yeah, what I, yeah, I, I don't know why. I, wool, wool filler. Yep. I, I literally like I couldn't get that out for for whatever reason. Devonta <laughs> Parker and Jalen Waddle. I mean, that's some scary weapons that he has right there. Yeah, and they have Gasicki at tight end too. Big, yeah, Gasicki is super underrated. In the middle. Very underrated tight end. And they have Flores with that defense, and it's that would be a scary team. And that would be AFC something East. that that and that AFC East would be fucking disgusting. Yeah, the Pats might be the worst team in that division at that. Point. Yeah, for years to come, which is crazy because our entire, like our whole childhood, yeah. like they were the best team. Yeah, they would probably be the worst team after that. Okay, and I'll give you one more: Derek Carr and two firsts and two seconds. Yeah, obviously I would do that. Do you think that Houston would do that? Derek um, Carr, two firsts, two seconds for. Well, Ultimately, they're going to have to trade him, and uh, I know he has a no trade clause. So I don't know. Why wouldn't you want to go to think, Vegas? Do you think he would go to Vegas? I think at this point, if it gets down to the like, I mean, we're we're almost at the first preseason. I think the the fall thing Thursday. This week. It's, yeah, it's Thursday. Yeah. If we if if another week or two goes by and he's not traded, I think he'll go anywhere. I don't think he has it in his in his mind that he needs to go. I think he's probably got a list, but now that, I mean, he had to do that before the draft. Plus, I don't think he wants to sit out. He doesn't seem like the type of guy that he, he doesn't no, seem like the diva. That's like, yeah. all right, you know what? I'll sit out all season. He, he wants to play. And don't get me wrong. This is not a, a character assassination on Deshaun Watson. I mean, as much as that like whole domestic violence thing happened and all that shit, even before that, the perception of him was he was a really good guy team guy and a leader this is not like a like a diva kind of nba move where it's like oh i'm gonna go team up and win a championship this is just i don't think houston's doing what i want them to do or what they should be doing to win with me here i need to get out of here so i yeah i don't know i don't think he's gonna get traded just because i don't think houston's gonna get enough for him i don't think i think the nfl is holding houston by the nuts right now because they know that they want to get rid of him and he's teetering on holding out so 
they're basically in a shit spot where they're gonna have to flip him for 50 cents on the dollar. So I think he's not gonna go anywhere. You think he's gonna get traded to Philly? Philly, Miami. Like a fucking prayer, Philly, fans. Miami, or Denver. But I do think Philly. I mean, I don't even know if he could beat out my boy Drew in Denver. Drew's slinging. <laughs> That's my guy. Um, but we will. We're going to start. I think um, I kind of came up with like a little schedule. I think like this Sunday, because we wanted to do like Sunday, Thursday mm-hmm. uh, podcast, especially with football season starting. So we could do like, we could start it right after the four um, games. Yeah, after the uh, the afternoon games on Sunday, right into the 8 o'clock game. So we'll end right when those happen, and then we'll start uh, – we'll do one, like, Thursday, right before the Thursday games. Um, <clears throat> so we'll start with, like, our uh, our football breakdowns. We'll do, like, division by division. We'll start, like, this upcoming Sunday. So we'll get a little bit more in-depth into it. Maybe we'll get some guys on. We'll get some, like, Boda guys on, maybe, like, Vitaly for the Titans – yeah, we'll bring else. on people that have that team and pay attention to that team because obviously, like you said, we're a little bit of – not biased, but we're homers with our teams. Where We're obviously going to know more about our guys and yeah. our divisions. So, like, for example, you would know more about the AFC South and I would know more about the NFC East. Yeah. Are we going to stay up and watch AFC West games with the Raiders and Broncos all day long? Absolutely not. No. Fuck that shit. Not when a game starts at 1030 at night and I have to uh, be up at, you know, uh, five. No, I'm not watching yeah, that game. Exactly. And I gotta watch Derek Carr under center. I'm not watching that shit. <laughs> but I'm yeah, gonna no, give you. Gonna I'm gonna give you. Hold on. Let me give you a couple of players too. And I want to tell like because there's a lot of people that are still unsigned and a lot of people that could be traded. So mm-hmm. I got one thing for you, and I'm just gonna tell you where I think he could go, and it makes a lot of sense, especially after the recent injury. Le'Veon Bell is still a free agent, and the team that I put down because for whatever reason, after him getting cut from the Jets and everything, he just seems to go to contenders. I have him going to the Rams just to fill in that void for Cam Akers, just to have Henderson have a little bit of leeway, have a little bit of like a guy behind him that can come in and, and take a little bit of, of load off of him. Okay. And it's a contender. I mean, they're going to, if anyone's going to sign him and sign him for cheap, I would assume he would go to a team that's going to be in the playoffs, going to contend for a Super Bowl, and it's Los Angeles and he's a little bit of a drama queen. So I like that. That's not a bad. Think another team I could think of maybe Miami. Yeah, spot fill because they still have yeah. Gaskin, right? Yeah, it's just Gaskin. Gaskin. Yeah, I could see him spot filling there, or maybe even Buffalo, one of those AFC East teams. Um, they have Singletary and uh, Zach guy? Moss. Zach Moss, the goddamn vulture. Yeah, no <laughs> one knows. Yeah, that 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 backfield's a little tricky. And and it's it, yeah, like you said, they they've been spot filling at running back for a while now. They tried to bring in Lashawn McCoy, that didn't really work out, but. Uh, you know, I could see in Miami or LA, that'd be another spot. Who else is right. Todd Gurley. Is he still inside? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shit. You know what team I had for him? Back to Atlanta. The Bengals. Bengals. Okay. Joe so Mixon's, Joe Mixon's been hurt a lot. They don't have, uh, Bernard left. Bernard went to the Buccaneers. So they don't have okay. like that second running back. I don't know. I can just see it. I don't even know where I would put Todd Gurley. That makes sense. Um, maybe the Steelers, if they want to compete, in case, just have like a backup plan in case uh, Najee Harris doesn't perform or is struggling early on. Because these are all guys that are a little bit older. They are looking for teams kind of like what uh, – what's his face? Yeah, but Cur- I feel bad. Gurley's uh, – I don't even think – Gurley's like 26, why? 27, but like the injuries have just – He's got to be – Dude, late. I think he's, he got he's drafted at least in – 29 now, no? I don't think so. I think uh, he's only Gurley. been in the league for like four or five years. He was drafted in 2015. Damn, you're right. He's 26. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, it's he just had the injuries. injuries. That's yeah, the it's just – he had one in college, and then he had another. Yeah, it's just. I'm. I was convinced that Todd Gurley was at least twenty or thirty. I know he's mad young. That's crazy, but yeah, Dude, he's almost our. Way, he's, he's. We're almost as old as him. Yeah, he's a year older. That's crazy. <laughs> the fuck. Yeah, that was. He was nasty at Georgia too, but yeah, no, that's no. that's actually. I mean, you got to take a flyer on him. He's obviously not going to get like a giant deal if you're waiting until the first. No, no, absolutely oh, not. He's going to go to like a contender, like a team that needs a backup running back. That's just going to give him like. The speaking, veterans minimum or whatever. Speaking of contenders, the New York Giants just re-signed Alfred Morris. So nice. to the fucking moon. Nice. To the fucking moon. Because Saquon's not going to be ready week one. We got one. Saquon, Devontae Booker, and 
Alfred Morris, let's get it. Nice. Just because we couldn't bring Wayne Gallman back. That's another – that's yeah. for another day. And my last player, <laughs> okay. we, we touched on him. I already said it. Xavier Howard. I said Cardinals, getting traded to the Cardinals. They lost Patrick Peterson. They need to get rid of Chandler Jones. I feel like they could swap him a little bit of picks too. That's so another, that yeah, right. that's that's the chalk basically on that thing, on that yeah. Xavier Howard deal where you swap him for Daniel, Chandler Jones, you get two superstars out of their teams that are unhappy and making a lot of money. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of something else other than that one. I'm going to go with Houston. I'm going to stick with my Deshaun Watson for Xavier Howard trade. He'd probably be Deshaun Watson ends up with Miami. And Xavier Howard, for all of his complaining, goes from an up-and-coming contending team to the Houston Texans. <laughs> because, honestly, that's what these guys deserve for trying to be divas. If you're going to be a diva on a, on a team like Miami, I can understand if you're playing for the fucking yeah, Jets. You're in Miami. Or, like, some, some scrub team, like – if you were on like Chicago for all those years and you wanted to get out, maybe if you were in Detroit, if he was a cornerback for Detroit, like uh, when they got, when they had uh, slay, you, you deserve yeah. what you get. And the giants tried to do that with Odell. You know that, right? They, yeah. they tried to, they tried to bury him to Cleveland. I mean, it didn't really end up working out. Cleveland's actually pretty good now, but <laughs> I'm sticking with it. I'm going to go. That's going to be my bold take of the day. Xavier Howard to Houston, Deshaun Watson to Miami. Okay. Booking. By the, by the 10th of August, it will happen. 10th of August, damn. Eight dude. days. Give that's it eight soon. days. We got, we got, uh, oh, that's, that's when our, uh, our fantasy draft is for our league that we have together with the fourth pick. August 10th, 8-15. I changed my mind. I won't take one. <laughs> no, just don't, no. just don't let me drink during draft night. No, we're not taking it. It's on a, it's on a Tuesday, so I don't know if, if you that, are, you got some problems. That that concludes our NFL talk. There was a couple of points that we wanted to bring up. It's something we don't talk about a lot, but I mean, I'm a big. I mean, I think we're both still. I'm probably more big than you are now. I'm a big FIFA guy now. Yeah, not anymore. I you aren't anymore. You got me into it, but I'm I got you on FIFA. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of Team USA. I've been watching a lot of um, the, the con, is it Concap or Concacaf? I think it's Concacaf. Team USA won the Gold Cup last night over Mexico, one nothing win in extra time. I was a little butthurt because I made a money line bet on Team USA plus three ten. Thought I was going to win. Uh, I think it was like sixty something bucks. Little side note: and I'm up sixty three bucks in the past seven days of betting. I have a hell of a you. hot streak going on. Look at you being quiet on it too. Smart. Yeah. Um, well, I thought I was going to win my money last night, and my sports book told me that money line bets for soccer only count if they win in regulation, which is the biggest bullshit. Oh, no. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So they won an extra time, and I'm hyped. We just won the Gold Cup. I just won my bet, and it says that I lost my bet. So I had to go and yell at some little Indian man named Stanley. Um, so that his name was probably wasn't Stanley. It definitely wasn't. His name was Stanley Adams. That's how that happens. <laughs> Sounds like a um, porn star name. <laughs> but yeah, no, Team USA won the Gold Cup against Mexico. And it wasn't even our A team. We had one player from or in our starting lineup from um, the last game they played with their nation, like in the Nations game, I think it was. So it was our B team against Mexico's, I think it was like 80 or 90% of their A team, basically. They were missing like Ochoa and like two other guys in their midfield, I think. But it was mostly Mexico's A team, and we won one nothing in extra time. And it's just kind of, it's it's a good lead up to World Cup qualifying. I think it starts September, I want to say, for the World Cup qualifying. Yeah, so they make it this time. This that's the thing. We didn't make it last. Uh, was it twenty eighteen? We missed the World Cup. We yeah. Qualify. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're losing to like some island countries. We're losing to fucking like Trinidad and Tobago and all yeah. that bullshit. That's not happening this year. We got a lot of young talent, a couple of good goalkeepers. And I, I mean, I said it on Boda's post earlier. We're a fucking soccer country now. <laughs> soccer country. We are the greatest team in the world. We want all the smoke. We want France. We want Germany. Give me, give me Mbappe. Give me fucking Pogba. Give me them all. I want all the smoke. We will go into a, a bracket of death again with uh, was it Belgium, Portugal, Spain, all those teams. Give it was, me all it the was smoke. Portugal, uh, Belgium, and Germany, I think. Cristiano or Cristiano Ronaldo versus Christian Pulisic. I want that smoke. 
That's what I want. Um, oh, Pulisic would fuck him up now. Ronaldo's like 40. <laughs> but but in all in all seriousness, it was a really good win last night. It was the first time they've won. Um, I think it was 2016 was the last time they won because they do it every four or three years, something like that. Yeah, four. So they won their seventh. I think they are two or three behind Mexico now at all time. So big upset last night. That was a good one. Another big upset on the other end of the spectrum, the women's national team in the Olympics. <laughs> Not great. They lost to Canada and got eliminated. Do you, wait, do they still deserve to get paid? <laughs> uh, I'm going to get – I hope no yeah, women Yeah, you're going to get ratioed on that one. That's <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I don't give a shit. I do not support the statements of my co-host. Well, I do um, because they don't. <laughs> fucking lost. It was tough. I mean, every, I think it was a little bit of overlooking, a little bit of – Bad luck. I mean, we haven't overlooking. Lost Didn't they lose the first like friendly, like three nothing or something to Sweden? Well, they were overlooking the Olympics a little bit. I Fucking yeah, yeah, whatever. There was an maybe they should came stop. Out. Maybe maybe they should stop focusing on all the uh, existential shit that they do and start uh, playing soccer. You know, that'd be fun. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it it actually bothers me a little bit because I've been trying to find a Christian Pulisic Team USA jersey in stores forever, and I can't. But I can buy a fucking. Megan Rapino jerseys, <laughs> Alex Morgan jerseys. Like, the fuck is that? Um, no, not a good look. There, I mean, it, it, it's almost like our basketball team losing the Olympics. That's oh my god, yeah, they that's the too. equivalent. We're literally if we lost Canada. Thing. If we lost Canada in basketball, it would be just as bad. So, yeah, no, that's not a good look. So we had both ends of the spectrum last night. Team USA men's team on a high note with the gold cup, and then. The women's national team. I think it was one nothing, right? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't I watch really, any of the game. I just saw the score. I don't watch it, so I can't speak too much to the game. But not a good look. Um, I don't know. You want to get into any any swimming? What's your What's your one weird sport of the day? Have you Have you watched any of the Olympics? I don't know. Do they have darts? They have archery. Nah, that's stupid. Archery. Um, I've been getting into some archery. I'm mad. These good archers at darts. are crazy. Nah, like you go to a bar and play darts. I'm. I love darts. I don't care. Uh, listen, the Olympics are cool. As long as other people want to watch them, I'm just, you know, I'm not a big fan of them. I'm not like rushing home to like, oh shit, uh, the the 400 uh, swimming meters on in 10 minutes. You know, like I that's am. That's me. I'm a big no, swimming guy. But that's not. That's me during football season or me during hockey season or something like that. I just. I, it's, well, then you, fine. Shut the fuck up, and I'll no, shout no, no. out Caleb Dressel. Caleb fine. Dressel, the goat, set a uh, world record, won another gold. We won the four by 100 freestyle on the relay. USA swimming's on deck. We had a 17-year-old Alaskan win the butterfly. That was fucking nuts. USA swimming for life. I got a mean butterfly. You should see me butterfly. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe it was breaststroke. I don't remember which one. They all look the same. No, the butterfly. Anything other than the the freestyle looks fucking stupid. Imagine trying to swim the backstroke. Look, no, like, I fucking. You, how do you I, swim backwards? I've looking? tried it. I've tried it so many times because I belong to like a little pool club like my whole life. I just <laughs> run into the. I run into the lanes every single time. Like I just headbutt preppy, the lanes. You preppy, you preppy Westchester. No, it really wasn't that preppy. It was like <laughs> it was like the cheapest one out of all of them. But I was but, nice. But I just I could not swim for the life of me. Like backstroking, it makes no sense. That was our that was our Team USA update. I don't have a medal count for you because you haven't really. I mean, no. Nah. Most people really don't care about the Olympics. There's are certain events you watch. Are we, win- are we winning at least? Uh, I think we have. I think we're, the last time we checked, it was tied with China for the most medals. And I think we have like 16 or 17 golds, which is like third, I think. Um, but yeah, no, You've I've been watching been one-offs. Fucked. Rugby was cool. I was watching a lot of rugby. The, the big Nigerian team. Those guys are huge. They're all they all look like like rooted up, rooted up linebackers running four. Wait, forwards. that's not fair. Does so like New Ze- does New Zealand just get all the the all blacks like those fucking yep. crazy motherfuckers? That's not fair. Yep. Yeah, no, they're psychos. But yeah, so rugby was cool. Ping pong is fucking electric. I don't know if you've seen oh, the ping pong highlights. I, dude, okay, I do watch that. Olympic ping pong. Olympic ping pong is electric. I like ping pong, and I'm pretty good at ping pong. Like. I played it all the time, but the way that these fuckers play, it's unbelievable. They're doing full hand, full hand, uh, yeah, they call forehands. With, but they're, it looks they're, like tennis. They're 15 feet behind the table and they get a perfect little loft. And it, I just, I can't. I don't yeah, know. Those guys are nuts. Uh, ping pong, archery, rugby, and then uh, the swimming I'm always up for. And then 
I don't know if you ever watch it though. The gymnastics is fucking crazy. The, the oh, things no, these girls is. do on the fucking balance beams. Dude, and shit. I mean the, the men's team too. You ever seen I mean, them? They yeah, got like zero percent body fat. They look like fucking Greek gods. <laughs> they and like they, they just they just dangle. Yeah. But I me- I mentioned the gymnastics because of the Simone Biles thing. She had the I think it's called twisties or something like that, where it's like basically vertigo. Where if you like are up on a balance beam, you don't know like where your feet are going, which mm-hmm. I can imagine that would be fucking terrifying if you're doing triple backflips and shit. Um, yeah, I can't even dive. But the re- <laughs> the I reason can't. that I the reason that I brought up the gymnastics was I don't know if you saw the video or not of the American gymnast that was warming up, and during warm ups she kept doing that like you know those double poles. I don't know what they're called, but it's like one is higher, one is lower, and you like go back and forth and do like a bunch of oh yeah, and yeah, yeah yeah yeah. She yeah. was doing a warm up and. In two consecutive warm-ups, she went to grab. She was going from the shorter one to the higher one, and you have to do like a backflip, basically. And she went both times, tried to grab the pole, and just landed slammed on her face on the mat two consecutive times. That's like I think it was on bar stool earlier in the morning, but it was so fucking. Funny. That's like I the final. She just ate you ever seen that final destination where the 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 it's like the gymnast girl and she does like some shit and she like breaks her fucking back and her backbone like comes through her body. Never seen Final Destination. Never seen one, two, three, four, five, six, or seven? Nope. Damn. Never seen them. I know what about, the, what the about Final fast, Destination. What about Fast 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9? Of course. Come on. <laughs> it's all about the family, dude. But um, but no, I know about the Final Destination, though. The whole, like, you're in the car and you get chopped yeah, in half and shit, yeah, that kind of thing. But yeah. But yeah, no, we had to... I've been trying to incorporate this a little bit more. Um, a little bit of, like, random sports. I try to, like... I try to, like, watch, like, one random sporting event that I would never normally watch. You know, okay, okay, hold on. You know what? You know what I was watching? I went to a, a bar yesterday with Morgan, and we were watching handball. Handball and, is fucking electric. Okay. You ever seen that? With a, I've, with a, seen, I've seen and played handball, but I didn't know that it was See, I used to play handball in gym, and, like, my gym teacher had, like, some stupid rule where you could only take three rules and you had to pass it. And, like, you know, it was fun or whatever. These dudes – were like euro stepping, hopping from like the three point line and just launching the ball, just getting it past the goalie. Like the score was like twenty two to twenty one, and these dudes were going mental, doing like three sixties, launching the ball. It was like I, I loved it. I I would probably watch more handball in my life. That's like right. one Olympic sport I would. Cool. Watch. So we have we have our random sport now, and I want to get back. We did this. I think we were trying to implement it. Was it a thirty second rant or a forty five second rant? Something I don't know. Like you time you timed me one time, and I just said the it was a shout out. Let's go thirty second. You can do a shout out. You can do a rant. Whatever you want to do. I'm gonna time it. You start. I start. Unless you want me to start. No, no. All right, all right, all right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Your timer starts now. All right, Brian Cashman, Cash God. All right, so uh, we're gonna let you slide now. We got Rizzo. We got Gallo. Rizzo's been uh, stepping up, so we appreciate it. The Red Sox have lost four in a row. Fuck you, Red Sox. Fuck you, Boston. You guys are soft. Alex Verdugo, I'm going to throw a baseball at you if I ever see you. Um, What else? What else? Carson Wentz, I fucking hate you, man. All I wanted was a quarterback in my life. All the Colts need is a fucking quarterback. That's all we need, and you decide to be a little pussy and get hurt again. I'm sick and tired of you. You can suck a dick. (laughs) You got to cut it, dude. You went too much. You got to pick one sport. Usually, if you pick one sport, you can stick to that 30 seconds. But that was that was a hell of a time. That was a good one. Um, I'm going to go – we'll do it. We'll start a countdown. That was, that was a hell of a rant. I, I appreciate the Cashman apology as well, too. Well-deserved on his end because he finagled another deal. Hopefully, they can get something out of it. But All right. In three, two, one. I got a couple of bones to pick here. I want people to stop asking Saquon Barkley if he's going to be ready for week one because he will. He's going to be 100% fine. All the Giants fans that are freaking out saying that he's not going to be back in time. He's not going to be that effective. Shut the fuck up. Saquon will be fine. Whether he gets hurt later on in the year, that's up for grabs. But he will be fine. If he doesn't practice now, he's okay. He will be fine. Let him do what he needs to do. Also, Javi Baez for life. And two and one. I cut it at 27, so it still doesn't matter. But Damn, I thought you were going to go way longer. No, 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 no. I just want people to shut the fuck up about Saquon. Like everyone that's complaining, he's definitely like not going to say that he's not practicing. He's going to be fine. He will be the starting running back week one. We will I don't. Ready. You want to make another bet? Yeah. Just I'll get another bet. No, no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> but 
All right. Well, we appreciate you guys. We are going to try and be coming back more frequently now. The summer is wrapping up a little bit. Yes. We, we wait, 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 hold on. We gotta, we gotta apologize to Boda. I'm, I reached out <sighs> to James. We had, we had, we had stuff happen. We had a couple of things, you know, some family stuff, some vacation stuff, everything. We weren't around. It was hard stuff to get the to chip. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to coordinate too. It was hard to get the chip, but the chips ordered. It's coming to both of our houses and we will be doing it. Not well, this weekend. will be this Friday, I believe. No, 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 not this weekend because I have to go away again. You can't just eat a chip on a Friday and be Morgan's done with birthday. It? Morgan's birthday. I know. I'm, I'm not going to be here Friday. So it's <laughs> going to be August 13th. We have to reschedule a lot. I mean, listen, I don't want to do it. You don't want to do it either. So no. delaying is better. It might not well, we, be were, better. we were initially just going to buy some kind of like dried fucking ghost pepper no i was you said you weren't gonna do it well, yeah and then i saw the picture of it and it, it was like 10 it was ten dollars this chip was fucking 60 this is the things we do for our fans no we're all about the engagement here yeah. so we'll be doing yeah. that or no, and then we ask we also have to get the uv blue that's easy so i don't even know where they get that i might have to call around but what we're gonna do is we're gonna eat the chip take a shot and then we're going to play three games of FIFA, best out of three. Oof. And we're going to do shot, shot for FIFA. shot. Yeah. And I, I literally just got on the PlayStation, haven't played FIFA in three years. So this is good for you because last time we played shot for shot, I beat Connor 6 nothing, and it did not go well for him at all. I not will tell close. you right now my record in Ultimate Team is 83-17-83. and 83. So Okay. My record in ultimate ultimate teams like <laughs> one one and ten because I bought the game so late. Everyone has like a ninety eight overall team, so everyone's do, so much. And you do realize the new one comes out in October, right? I, I bought it for like fifteen bucks. <laughs> I didn't. It was not like I spent like sixty bucks on it. I just oh. I was I I went to um, Cape Cod and like my cousin from Tennessee, Caleb's like a big soccer fan, and we were watching the Euros, obviously. So like mm-hmm. it just got me back in the mood, and he yeah, was talking about FIFA, so. I was like, well, 15 bucks, fuck it, whatever. All right, well, if we planned it for the 13th, we're doing it the 13th. Yes, 13th. There's going to be some, some Twitch streaming of Shop for Shop FIFA. We're doing a little bit of an Irish goodbye here, but we missed you guys. It's been a while. Yes. But, yeah, no, we're going to get back on the schedule soon. Uh, expect some more Twitch stuff. I'll probably be streaming some FIFA. You can catch me getting absolutely blackout drunk after losing to Division Six people. And then, um, like I said, we might be teasing a little bit of a, a, a Mets thing, a little rant session. I'll do a little kind of – Group therapy session for Mets fans. If you guys would like that as well, I don't know what you know. We could do. You know what we could do. Pro pro clubs. Pro clubs. Yeah, I tried it. It's not that good. I mean, you and me playing together, we would get shit on. It would be fucking hysterical. Yeah, it's not that good. It's tough. Playing two meets ridiculous. But all right, everybody, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, We'll be back hopefully next week at some point. In the meantime, stay classy. And stay unfiltered and stay unbiased and all that other good stuff. Go eat. <laughs>